Awesome, everybody. I'm your host, Bubba, joined as always by the bass player and banjo player for Fiddlin' Pete Dinklage, Bill and Louie. What's fresh, fellas? I just got off tour with Fiddlin' Pete and his Dinklage. <laughs> I thought we were the Dinklage. Oh, I guess I was unclear. I don't know. I'm still confused about my role in the band. Am I the banjo player? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you're I mean, player. you're the one who plays the banjo. I'm pretty sure that. Sorry, I just made you I took so much peyote on that last tour that I'm still <laughs> coming down. Ah, I've heard those tours are legendary for their peyote trips. Yes. Hey, I. It's hard to I hang mean, with the Dinklage. That man can do some. Uh, nobody peyotes like like the Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, he turned it into a verb. Um, <laughs> guys, uh, let's talk drinks. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I have an oversized bottle of Kirkland Grab Bin Pinot Grigio. Oh, and, my God. And uh, I'm drinking out of the, it out of a Ninkasi Brewery pint glass. <laughs> no one ever uh, said you weren't classy. And uh, I feel like a human. Bill, what are you drinking? <laughs> I am drinking, I'm still kind of working on, I think I had this on the podcast before, I got a nice bottle of Johnny Walker Black Label for my birthday in the summer, and I'm still working on that bottle, and that's that's what I'm drinking, a little Johnny Walker Black Label. Mm-hmm. Yummy, Johnny it's Walker Black. It's tasty. Sounds tasty. Lewis, are you drinking, sir? Uh, I... In the fridge at my undisclosed location, found a two-liter bottle of A&W root beer, and uh, oh boy, sipping on some of that. <laughs> it's a little flat. I don't know. It must have been some, uh, or I mean, some lunch, <laughs> lunch get together here that I was not around for at the place I am. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just jamming on some. Uh, some root beer with uh, made with aged vanilla. So, hmm. Young young vanilla never. I I never liked young vanilla in my root beer. No. It always kind of yeah. It needs time to mature. Um, yeah, like the Cheez Its. Yeah, exactly. Oops. I like those commercials. They're fun. Yeah, name the name the voice of those commercials. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. No. I just kind of figured it was him. He's like, I feel like he's the voice of every commercial at this point. I I have no idea. Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yeah. He still exists. Cool. Yes. Good for him. So he's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, guys, if you, if, if you were, uh, in charge of husbandry of rare magical creatures, what would you breed? Like, it has to be some sort of a... Like... Cross. Like, grotesque combination of animals? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it doesn't have to be. You could just be like, I want to be a unicorn breeder. That's fine. But you could also be an experimental, uh, you know, uh, animal baby... And that came out wrong. Uh, Jeez. An expert an on 
<laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Making the making them to have the. <laughs> I'll stop now. Anyway, what? Yeah, what would you choose? What I would think, you breed? I I think I would breed a sloth with a cheetah just to see what happened, just to see if <laughs> whose genes were stronger, and if it was just this bizarre. <laughs> Like would it, it be just like, ends up being the median speed of all animals? <laughs> yeah, or would it be like, what if you could make a cheetah that looked kind of like a cheetah but was just slow like a sloth? That'd be kind of funny. Or an animal, or like that a cheetah like a that just chilled that upside down in a tree, fast. just waiting for like the day to happen. Yeah, like other cheetahs would be like, oh, that guy, let's race, and he'd be like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm just hanging out here, man. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. You want me tomorrow? I'll be kind of like just a little bit over there by that one. <laughs> Or like, yeah, what would what would like a giraffe and a and like a hippo breeding look like? Oh wow. man, that'd it be, would be weird. Fun. It would be fun. That's for, what would its skin be like? Like, would it be like a little bit furry? Would it be would it be the the color of the giraffe, but the leathery old person skin of a you know hippo? Leathery old person skin. That's offensive to hippos. That's... Ageist. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, animalist or something. <laughs> by the way, I, by the way, guys, I am looking at a Craigslist ad and it is horrifying, and I don't know what to do about it. Don't don't do anything about it. Just just let it happen, man. Let it happen. Oh, my Kirkland's gone. I might have to freshen up here in a bit. Um, okay, I like I just I it's mainly curiosity centaurs. I just, how? You know what how? I mean? How? How? I don't know. What about you, Bill, man? You, you're up. Uh, you caught me right in the middle of Harry Potter read, man, so I, oh, I can't. Phoenix? Uh, Phoenix, Griffin? yeah, probably a Phoenix. But also, like, you know, hippogriffs. Hippogriffs? Yeah. Pretty cool. Thestrals, kind of creepy. Oh, man, uh, they probably have weird, but, like, I mean, only some people would see their weird fucking, but right. it'd be... <laughs> I wonder what it'd be like. <laughs> oh, like, don't you feel? Don't you feel God, like the man. entire time they'd just be jamming? To, it'd be like, for sure, by the look of them, they're like, "Hey, you want to do it?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then they like turn on a dashboard, like, confe- a dashboard like confessional the tape on. Goth of the and then, animals. And then they like they like whiningly <laughs> like bat flap all over each other, and then and for sure they spunk black. Right? <laughs> oh. In case you were ever wondering what Thestral mating would look like when you read Harry Potter, now that's a discussion that that's a discussion that's been had and recorded and will be published. That's probably that's probably what it, that's probably what it's like. <laughs> um, let's do this. Song of the week number one. Uh, it's coming from me, Louis. Uh, I want to say one of the first episodes of this season. Uh, uh, played a song by this fella, and then he had told me, he said, hey, man, you should listen to this album. I think you're really going to like it. And I didn't do it. And then <laughs> and then, his, th- then this song kept coming up when I would put my iPod on shuffle. And I was like, god damn it, that's tasty. And so I finally, like a week ago, listened to this album, and I've probably listened to it 30 or 40 times front I to back it. at this point. Um, so and now this is just, and, and it's a perfect way to start the album because it really does show you exactly what you're about to get. Um, just... Awesome goon by Tobias Tobias Jesso Jr. Such an awesome album. Everybody check it out. Uh, this is the first track off of it. My favorite tune. So awesome. Can't Stop Thinking About You by Tobias Jesso Jr. off the album Goon. Available. 
something I can do I can't stop thinking about you I can't stop thinking about you I can't stop thinking about you song i love that album it's good so good so good everyone should check that out um let's do this let's all go to the movies let's all stay home and watch netflix instead or maybe amazon instant video it comes free with amazon since we talked movies guys i uh okay so last time we were together uh bill and and uh, and i and and a few of the guys in the band were chatting about uh books that we had recently read and should read and i think the three of us talked about this as well the magicians everybody check it out but um bill and nick were talking about uh the the new matt damon movie it turns out everyone thinks it's a kick-ass book the martian and they're like no the book is it's so good you got to check it out and so yeah, last week I got, I got that, and then I, and then now I'm done with it, and then I went to the movie, and uh, a that book is awesome, super cool. Everybody read it, um, and the movie very good, very good. And as I drove home, all I could think about was like, uh, I never watched Gravity. I wonder how good because like the space stuff of it, I liked. I thought like they didn't overdo it. They didn't like for what is supposed to be realistic the future. I don't know. It was cool, and then it got me thinking about. 
I don't know, just movies that are in space and what they visually kind of all look like. And then it made me start laughing, and I thought of all these random movies. And so I was thinking, hey, I'd like to know, what are your guys' favorite movies that take place or have at least part of it in outer space? I mean, do we need to have the discussion, or should we just quick cut to, like, a summary of Space Jam? <laughs> yeah, um, mine's not Space Jam. Bubba. What? But Sean Bradley Monster's hilarious looking. I know, but I... I I really, I know this is a lame answer, and you guys can whatever about it, but I love the movie Apollo 13. Um, oh, so good. So good. I, I, Tom Cruise I, is magic. Tom Hanks? You know what I meant. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I really, really enjoy that movie, and I every time I watch it, I see something that is, like, new and more entertaining and fun, and everybody in that movie does such a kick-ass job, like... Um, I guess apparently, you know, the movie was originally all supposed to be about um, Jim Lovell, Tom Hanks' character, which it still pretty much is. He's clearly the the main character in the movie. But um, Ron Howard and Brian Grazier went down to NASA when they were researching the film, and they met Gene Kranz, which is Ed Harris's character in the movie. And they realized, like, holy shit, this guy's whole life story should be, like, a movie unto itself. And they had had some other, like, no-namer on to, like, be Gene Kranz in the movie. And all of a sudden, Ron Howard was like, I got to go get a better actor to play this dude because, I, you know, like, this is a big deal. And this guy was a big fucking deal, too. So they went out and got Ed Harrison. Even though he's only in the movie for, like, 20 minutes, he kicks ass when he's in that movie. And I, I don't know. And it's, I don't know. I love that movie. I love Apollo 13. It's one of my favorites. Louis? Uh, I, this is a tough one for me. Uh, Mars Attacks? I don't know. <laughs> 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 I don't really like space movies. I can't even think uh, of any that I've seen, really. Um, Spaceballs, I guess. It's probably the one I've seen the most and mm, liked the most. Mm-hmm, mm. Um, I was trying to figure out, do you think they sell Dark Helmet costumes for uh for halloween <laughs> i think you're too tall to be dark helmet everyone yeah, will just true. think you're a weird vader <laughs> that's true um but no i it's probably space balls um i just remember watching that when i was little and thinking it was so funny when the newscaster said next up a review of rocky five a thousand <laughs> i just remember <laughs> oh, that was so funny it's really dumb but um no, I guess it's Spaceballs. I don't know. I mean, really, I'm not really into space movies in general. Well, Contact. I like that movie. I remember liking oh, that movie Contact. a lot. Yeah. So good. Oh, it's kind of a weird Contact. one, but I liked that movie. So I still good. have not seen Gravity. Um, was one of those Gravity! That, was one of those that everyone said I should watch in theaters and 3D or whatever, but never did, and then it just seemed like a weird one to watch on your computer. Um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'd say Spaceballs is uh, my number one. With Contact was a good, a good one. I, I liked a lot when I was little. But yeah, it's not really That's the kind Sandra of movie. Bullock. Not the kind of movie. She's not in that. It's Jodie Foster. Um, no, she's in. She's in Gravity. Oh, I thought you were talking about Contact. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it's not the kind of movie I like seek out very often. But um, yeah, how about you, Bubs? I uh, I uh, am saddened by your view on not seeking out movies in space i knew you would be (laughs) they're the best uh this yeah this for me is a very uh it's one of those ones where i would talk for 10 minutes and then you'd all go hey 
what? And then I'd be like, oh, sorry. Because I would probably just be like, all right, let's go through all of the ten, the first ten Star Trek movies and break down what we like about them. Because I was like, I feel like it should... I, I've, I love Star Wars, and there are a lot of other movies in space that I, like, really, really love. Um, but, like, I have really watched a shit out of, like, three or four of the Star Trek movies. And I feel like I would have to pick one of those just because I fucking love them so much. Even though... I don't necessarily like. I don't know. No, I I can't do it. I it's. <sighs> I. Okay, it's either Wrath of Khan, First Contact, or Serenity. So Serenity. two from Star Trek, and then I could I I fuck Firefly and Serenity. I fucking love that. And yeah, I think everyone do. who watched it loved it. It just didn't get a very good shake and. And it's just so cool, and it—I mean—it's cowboys in space, and uh, and after watching the series, then having the big movie and the movie being really cool. I mean, it's early Joss—you know, well, not early, but middle Joss Whedon, just really fun, cool, interesting uh, world he created, and and the movie it just—I mean, it was kind of the whole series and thing made it. So I I would probably pick that one. Hey, Bubba. But those two Star Trek movies I've seen like I don't know fifty or sixty times, and I just like love them so goddamn much that I don't really. Hey Bubba, it would be fair to not pick a Star Trek movie. Hey Louie. The only person, the only bigger, the only, the only bigger douchebag in the world than J.J. Abrams is Joss Whedon. You know about that? <laughs> Outer space is fun. It makes me laugh. Go see The Martian. It Have you good. seen Cowboys vs. Aliens, Bubba? I, I, I bought it in a grab bin for five bucks, and I've still not watched it. I've had it for, like, two years. I have a feeling I'm going to hate it, so I don't want to, because I like Daniel Craig in little shorts in the first Bond movie, and Harrison Ford is Han Solo, so I don't have want you, it to be bad, but it looks have fucking... You seen, doesn't it look like it's going to suck? <laughs> right? Have you seen the new Bond? I have not. Is it, Was it... Have you seen it? No, Didn't it I just not. get panned? Isn't everybody saying it's terrible? Yeah, I, I read oh, one no. that said it that said it looked pretty like it was visually pretty cool, but um, yeah, but it know. wasn't good. He's, he's not a very inter- He's not a very interesting Bond to me. He doesn't really have any charisma. I don't know. He just seems like a like just a muscle muscle head. I don't really. Oh, no, he's just he's, he's dark Bond. He's dark Bond. I'm so sick of this dark shit though. Like. Batman is a ridiculous, ridiculous person. We don't need him to be like some gruff, tortured soul, you know? Like, dude, it's this I is th- this is 2015 though. Everything is dark. Dark Batman, dark Doctor Who, dark everything. Everything dark, dark all the time, dark. All black everything. All black everything. We are. Yeah, I said it. We are. <laughs> um, sorry. Harry. Uh, You're a wizard, Harry. And a thumping good one. God damn it. Once you train up once you train up a bit. I'm in the um, middle of Half Blood Prince right now and it's awesome. I thought about doing Sorry. a Harry Potter quiz for you two sometime, but I don't think I could come up with any questions that would be even hard enough for you. And I, I, also, I thought about doing one for you two and then I realized that Bubba would whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, it would be so stupid. Yeah. It wouldn't be fair. It'd be it'd be fun though. I'd have a I'd have a great time. I also yeah, if you want to do it next time, you could do it. I'll spot you three. If we do oh, questions. I did have a good idea for a quiz, though, for Harry Potter. Tell me about what you think about this. Oh, I can't tell you in advance, and it would kind of ruin it. Name the actor who plays the character. 
Nope. It would, no. it would involve more creativity from you guys than that. I'm going to do it Dumbledore the Explorer. All right. Sweet. What are we talking about? All right. All right. What are we talking about? We talking about sex, bae, bae. We talking about practice. We talking about practice? We talking about game. We talking about practice. Herm Edwards, right? All right, I'm ready. What are we talking about now? If you like crotch talk and it's been a while, stick around. It's time for Unlimited Profiles. Hey, everybody. It's time for Craigslist. Profiles. Profiles. Yay. Woo. Here's what we're doing. We're, uh, we're searching anywhere on Craigslist and looking for something that we find amusing. And then we laugh about it. Uh, and it's going to be fun. Uh, let's do this. And hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. You got a Craigslist profile? Yeah, I, so I wandered into a terrible part of Craigslist. Um, oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not that terrible, but uh, the politics postings? Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's, it is it is full of, like, you know your, your uncle who talks about politics way too much and pisses you off way too much um, and just spouts all kinds of like extremist propaganda from either the right or left, because that's what this is on Craigslist. It's, it's really both sides, but, but it's like, imagine him and then just thousands of him just posting all in capital letters to a place in the internet. Um, and that's the politics section of Craigslist. Um, and the profile that I'm choosing to share with you, um, (laughs) the title of the profile Starts. I don't know how. I don't know how the author did this, but it starts with like the pause symbol, like the two vertical lines, and then the play symbol, like uh, you know, like the triangle. So it like says pause play, and then all in um, capital letters. Hey, John Mayer, get back on your meds, and then in parentheses <laughs> where the location is supposed to be, instead of like you know, uh, Minneapolis or whatever. It says you are loony, all in capital letters. So, and then the post is simply um, seven pictures. They are all like memes that are basically just uh, ripping on Fox News and or Republicans. So like one says Fox News, rich people paying rich people to tell middle class people to blame poor people. And then there's like six more of those. And then the post itself says, you really don't make any sense in your ramblings. Get back on your meds. Did your mama say you could be on the computer? You need some serious help. And, and, and that's it. That's, that's the kind, that's really, the kind of things that you find in the community politics page uh, on, on Craigslist. So that was a, a pretty interesting little foray <laughs> into a different corner of Craigslist uh, that, that I had. And th- I mean, there's, there's a lot of this going on here. It's pretty, pretty, pretty neat. So hope, hope you enjoyed. Yes, John, please, for God's sake. Get back oh, on your meds. Good, good start, Bill. Louis, Craigslist profile us. All right, so initially I found one that was, like, genuinely horrifying about golden showers and orifices. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, 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 please, no. And I just felt weird about it, and so I decided to look harder. And I actually, for once, have found one that I really liked, and I want this to work for this guy. So I'll read you the whole thing because it's pretty funny. All right, uh, so I went. I just went to Boston, looked at personals, and so this guy's writing from Cambridge, Massachusetts. It comes with a photo, uh, two photos. One is him sitting on what looks like a train with a big can of beer. Looks like it was in Europe, and he's wearing sunglasses, and he looks ridiculous. 
And then the other one is a, a meme that you guys have maybe seen of an adorable kitten running through a field with two of those little brown, like, monster chompy things behind it. And it says... Oh, yeah, the Domo-coons. Ma- yeah, there we go. Every yeah. time you masturbate, God kills a kitten, it says. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> that is the two photos at the start. <laughs> So it's kind of long, but I found it quite entertaining, so I'm going to read it. Uh, I moved to Cambridge. Oh, sorry, i got to read you the, the, the what got my attention in, in the first place. The header is, Southern Gentleman Seeks Lady to Watch Star Wars and Get Shit-Faced. All right. I moved to Cambridge because being from the Deep South and having gone to a Catholic school, I felt I needed another reason for my childhood friends to suspect I was gay. However, I'm pretty sure I'm not gay. You might think differently after you see me try to open a jar of salsa, but for now, let's operate under, operate under wait, the assumption wait. that I am not. <laughs> well, kind of offensive to gay people, but still, well, I'll go on. Having said that, I'm also a designer. I used to make children's educational games. Did that make me sound like a big soft cuddle basket? I hope so. When you think of me, think of a big box of puppies. Then think of a stranger separating one of those puppies and taking it from its family. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, next paragraph. I'm not that into video games, though, which is surprising. In fact, I hate people that play a lot of video games, passionately. It's like how most porn stars don't actually like sex. They're just being used by the industry. I'm sort of like that, but instead of a giant penis, think Carmen Sandiego. Carmen Sandiego's <laughs> giant penis, if you will. Aside from bitterness... <laughs> aside from bitter... I'm so confused. <laughs> aside from bitterness, I would list my other main hobby as bikes. I'm really into bikes. But I'm somewhat in shape. I try to counterbalance the benefits of cycling with cigarettes, alcohol, and candy. So you don't have to worry about me becoming anything resembling a real badass anytime soon. It will, almost certainly, and much to my family's chagrin, never happen. I'm more of a fix-your-computer-not-your-car kind of guy. Ha ha. I know that it's such a huge turnoff to say something like that, but I'm just joking. I can't really fix computers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm just kind of a geek and an asshole, and I'd like a girl who is too... If you'd like to grab a drink with me sometime, then you'll find me pleasantly outgoing. Even if it's a total train wreck, at least you'll have a funny story to tell your friends. P.S. Please think of the kittens. There we go. I like that guy. That's, uh, I like that uh, guy, too. Is, uh, I like that guy, three. So good luck. I, he I, never I, says his name, but I hope it goes well for him. Oh, Carmen, Carmen San Diego's giant penis. <laughs> oh, man. We got a good round of Craigslist ads going here. I hope I don't fail. Uh... All right, my, mine is, uh, just because I hate it, is uh, Western Kentucky uh, Missed Connections. <laughs> and uh, this this is one of those ones where when you see it, you go, yeah, I'm going to pick that one. I don't care what it says inside. And it didn't disappoint. <laughs> this is uh, Western Kentucky Missed Connections, the title. Big Girls at the Dollar Store. Oh, what? Oh, oh, oh Lord. After shopping a few times at Dollar General, I have noticed a few big girls looking super fine and fun. (laughs) I think one was Trish or something like that. It was kind of trashy. I think the other girl's name started with an A, maybe. Maybe it was an E, but not sure. But either way, you are sexy as hell, both. If either of you are looking to get plowed by a skinny, (laughs) hit me up for a fun time. Winky face. Oh, and that is all. Okay, okay. <gasps> big girls at Dollar General. So if you're in Western Kentucky and you're a big girl that hangs out at the dollar store, and if your name you has an A or maybe an E, skinny, <laughs> plowed by a uh, skinny. 
God, you just like you gotta love it when you see something and then you think something and then you click on it and it totally delivers. This did this for me. I am pleased. Oh, good good round of Craigslist, guys. That, that was, was fun. We that was that a, few a weeks. good one. Uh, let's uh, let's 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 move around. Uh, awesome person of the week, sweet Lou. You're the best. You've been great, and your life has some significance to this date. All right, awesome person of the week, Coffee Lou, who's awesome. All right, so on Tuesday, um, November 17th, this gentleman will turn 70 years old. Um, He was a well-known TV star and movie star in the 70s and 80s who's had a bit of a career renaissance in the last few years uh, with his work on the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, Danny DeVito will be 70 years old. He's our awesome person of the week. Um, the yeah, just uh, yes, also in the Penguin. But yeah, if, uh, his first big role was on Taxi, um, the TV show with Andy Kaufman and Christopher Lloyd and many others. And then was uh, yeah in some Throw Mama from the Train, which was one of my one of my dad's favorite movies when I was little. I remember that. He was in Twins with Arnold. Um, one Flew Over Super the Cuckoo's classic Nest, L.A. Confidential, Get Shorty. Um, Batman Returns, as Bubba mentioned. He also did voiceover work in films such as Space Jam, which I did not know. Hercules Jam. and The Lorax. Um, and yeah, he's play, played The Lorax Frank, for me forever. Yeah, played Frank Reynolds on uh, It's Always Sunny, starting in the second season. They brought him on as like a as a name actor, and um, I was a little skeptical, but he turned out to be great on it, and he's hilarious. And he also just seems like one of those Bill Murray types who shows up online at like. I think he was at Coachella just dancing around looking like he was on drugs and it was funny. Um, and he just like shows up on the fr- in the front row at concerts all the time. And yeah, it seems like he's enjoying his... Um, his Did you say his how old he was? Quite a bit. Was... He just he seems like a happy guy and I like Danny DeVito a lot. So keep Did you say how old he was going to be? 70. Um... so crazy. He doesn't seem that old, does he? No, and I think it... I didn't realize he wasn't... I mean, his first... They... Taxi was kind of his breakout, and that was when he was 34. So I don't think he. Oh, this is he's going to be 71. Oh, he was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in 1975. So he was 31 when that came out, and was played the same role in the off-Broadway play. So I guess he was doing was doing uh, theater. But yeah, crazy. Um, he's married to Rhea Perlman, isn't he? Yeah, since 1982. Wow. Yeah, so that's also cool. They just seem to be a happy old couple. They made Matilda together. That was fun. Yeah, that's right. They did. Super good movie. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so awesome. Good choice, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is balls. Danny DeVito is awesome. Would you rather watch Kitty Cats playing? Not to say that we wouldn't show Kitty Cats playing. Here come Kitty Cats playing. Welcome to the Windy Awesome Awesome Video. Uh, Bill, oh. video of awesome. Yes. Awesomeness. Uh, so I I found this 
it's a long it's a long trail that I that I found my way to this video, um, but. There's a, a player in the NBA now named Kristaps Porzingis. Oh yeah, um, and uh, great name. There, there was a joke going around right before the NBA draft, um, and it was a video that got posted on Twitter. And it, it was a video, and I didn't know what it was based on. I could only guess that it was based on a Saturday Night Live type sketch just because of some of the people involved. But it was a video of like a bunch of people at like an EDM concert, and. Uh, there's a like a DJ who like keeps like hovering his hand over a button. But anyway, the video that I saw, they had pasted the late Flip Saunders's face over the face of the DJ, and the the button that he keeps hovering his hand over says "Draft Porzingis," like like he was gonna fuck up the draft and draft Porzingis with the first pick in the draft. Anyway, I watched that video enough times, and it was very funny that I was curious to see the origin of the original video. And sure enough, it's a um, it's Samberg. a Lonely Island, Lonely Island Andy Samberg sketch. And it's it's probably a year and a half old at this point, but I had never seen it before I saw the Flip Saunders bit, and That's then funny. so I finally went back and watched the whole thing. And yeah, he's totally lampooning like that electronic dance music, whatever, where they just take a simple melody and then just like over and over, and then finally drop the fucking bass, and then everybody freaks out like it's the greatest fucking thing anybody's ever done, like pushing a button on a computer. Fuck you. But anyway, that's exactly what this lampoons, and it's called When Will the Bass Drop? And it was a Lonely Island video, and it's. It's pretty awesome. Once uh, once the bass actually drops, everybody just starts freaking out, and a dude commits seppuku, and uh, um, it's, uh, it's, it's 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 really funny. It's a funny fucking video, and yeah, it, you should check it out on the weeklyawesome.com. Lonely Islands. When will the bass drop? I uh, uh, it's pretty. I good. watched that video. Have you guys? I'm a t I take it you guys have seen have, it from yeah, the way yeah. you're talking. And it's yeah. it's funny. I was watching that, and then I got through watching that got connected to a, a thing that I had not heard of but apparently is becoming kind of popular for some DJs and there are some live videos of DJs doing this but uh, as the like beat is climbing and climbing and the bass is about to drop um, right when it's about to they cut to True by Spandau Ballet so then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> And you basically just see like a thousand people who are about to just go ape shit, just go what? Oh, and they're like just. just really <laughs> it's even it goes like. It's so amazing. Did you see the? Is that on YouTube? I want to see that. Yeah, it's basically just a collective. What what is it called? Just do like DJ bass drop spandau ballet. There's like a few of them, I guess. DJs started doing it to like troll their fans to be like, stop doing this. Shit it's like the new Rickroll of yeah. the DJ world. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah. Those are worth oh, checking out. Too. Oh yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry if I just picked an awesome video that's like a year and a half old and that the whole world has no, seen, but, but it was new to me. Worth, no, it's worth it. Was, it's always it was pretty funny again, man. It's funny. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so yeah, uh, Bill said theweeklyawesome.com. Check that out. There's a bunch of other stuff there. Follow us on Twitter at Weekly Awesome. Uh, speaking of which, uh, have have you guys? I don't know how new it is, but Louie and I just found out about this last week, or well, three days ago. Um, a new Twitter app is called Periscope. Yeah, I knew about it a while, but it's been around for a while. But Twitter just how long it. has it been around? Because it's like, it's awesome. 
Yeah, Bob was obsessed with it. <laughs> it, it I, I'm sorry, I was just watching one of those Spandau Ballet videos. That's actually really awesome? fucking funny. Oh my god, I want to see it. My computer's not letting me open YouTube. Um, so, so this Periscope app is you you like it's just so it connects to anybody you're friends with on Twitter, and then it's the same idea. You can follow people, you follow them, and then. It, you can just turn your phone on to stream live anytime and it lets your followers yeah. know and people can just tune in or people can just look on a map and see where people are broadcasting live and see the title and just tune in and then like comment and shit. And, and I don't like the, like our buddy, the, and the, the way he used it, like, it seems like perfect sense to me, but Louie and I were talking. It's like, it doesn't seem like a ton of people were uh, using it this way. Um, but uh, our buddy Halvey, um, uh, had a concert in Seattle on uh, Friday or Saturday night. And he was like, Hey guys, I'm going to use this app and I'm going to stream the, whole, the concert live. So if you not do anything, you want to tune in. And we are like, hell yeah. So a bunch of us, like three or four people who were not anywhere near Seattle, just like tuned in and he had like pop, just hit record and titled it and then plopped it up on the corner of his keyboard and with him and the drummer in the, in the view. And we, I just like got, was sitting around doing nothing. And I just had his concert on and drinking and it was really fun. And it seemed like a really awesome use for a, 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 an app. There's also some fucking weird shit going on in there. Like people saying like, yeah, yeah. Like I get why it's weird, but it can be quite useful. And, um, like if you want somebody so anyway. to say to watch 45 minutes of you playing Ninja Gaiden, for example, that would, for example, if you want to get up on a Sunday morning and drink a bunch and play Ninja Gaiden, uh, you can do this and people will watch and comment. Uh, not to say that I did. No, I did. who would ever do that? I did. I did. I did. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's pretty neat. And uh, so you should all get it. And then fo- make sure you, like on Twitter, at Weekly Awesome, uh, you should follow us in both places. Because, uh, Louie, Friday night... Big news! We're the first, uh, the first ever of our new of our new concert series. The Weekly Awesome presents music live, kinda featuring Bubba, Louie, and Halvey. Yay! Woo. I'll watch that. 10 p.m. Central Time Standard, Central Standard Time. Uh, Nine Mountain, eight Pacific. Uh, so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna uh, I'm gonna set up my living room to put on a, a, a concert. And I'm going to turn turn the app on, the Weekly Awesome app. And I'm going to set it up. And then I'm going to play a 20-minute set. And then we're gonna, and then I'm going to tell everybody to follow Louie, who will be in the chat thing. And then we'll send it to him, and he'll do a 20-minute set. And then we're going to finish with our, our good buddy, Halvey, who uh, we said was the one who showed us this app uh, the other day. And uh, he's going he's gonna to do a set. So we're going to do, uh, like, in-home concerts that you can just tune into from wherever you are if you're doing nothing. Uh, we think it's a pretty fun idea. And, you know, we have a lot of musician friends. And I think it would be fun to start doing maybe once a month, picking a random uh, weekend night and doing a little tune-in on your own concert and feature some do different the show. people. It, it, it'll be fun. So, yeah, this Friday night, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter. It'll tell you when we're, tell you when we're live. Uh, get Periscope. But 10 p.m. Central at Weekly Awesome. Live concert. Join us. Yeah. Um, next segment. Drink. Song of the week number two, Louie. What are we listening to? Um, uh, my song of the week is a new single from Chance the Rapper, one of my favorite artists. Um, and it features Saba, S-A-B-A, and it is called Angels. And it's kind of a 
It's very uplifting, joyous, happy song, uh, sort of a love song to the city of Chicago. And uh, yeah, it just makes me, it's one of those songs that you just realized you were tapping your toe to the entire time, uh, unavoidably, involuntarily. So Angels by Chance the Rapper featuring Saba is my song of the week. Angel. Ah. I got my city doing front flips. When every father may a rapper jump ship. I guess that's why they call it where I stay. Clean up the streets so my daughter can have somewhere to play. I'm the blueprint to a real man. Somebody nigga toss they tassel for a deal, man. I ain't gonna hell or the hill, man. Ah, 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 for my real fans. I got caught up with a Stop me, but it slow me though. Yeah, nigga famous, you don't know me though. But their DJ still play me though. Them I don't even need the radio. Them my new shit sound like a rodeo. Got an old folks dance on the dope show. So they fuck around, sign me the OVO. Ooh, I just might share my next one with Keith. Got the industry in disbelief. They be asking for beef. This what it sound like when God split an atom with me. I even had Steve giving out apples for free. They was talking, woo, this is what the bed. City so damn great, I feel like Alexander. Wear your halo like a hat, that's like the latest fashion I got angels all around me, they keep me surrounded Who is you and who the fuck is you and who is them? All of a sudden, who after them? You can't touch me, nah, 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 nah I got angels I got angels I ain't changed my number since the seventh grade This from my day one, ten years, seven days A week niggas never tired on the Kevin Gates And if they rest in peace, they bunny hop in heaven's gates It's too many young angels on the south side Gotta stretch to let our grandmamas outside You gon' make me take the campus way downtown You gon' make me turn my BM to my housewife Got a gross spurt. It just took so long, my tippy toes hurt. You can keep the nose ring. I don't have to soul search. I'm still at my old church. Only ever sold merch. Grandma say I'm kosher. Mama say I'm kosher. GCI 1075, Angel going live. Power 92, Angel Juke, Angel gone juke. GCI 1075, going live. Power 92, Angel gone juke, juke, juke. Who's talking woo? This is what the bed. City so damn great, I feel like Alexander. Wear your halo like a hat, that's like the latest fashion I got angels all around me, they keep me surrounded I'm the Choice Louis. Next segment.
Twilight Struggle again sometime. We lost last week's pod, um, and Louis told us about Twilight Struggle. I've never played. Uh, pretty cool. So we'll do that again sometime. But I'm excited because I've had a bunch of people telling me about this game lately, and it seems like it would be fun, and I don't quite understand how I didn't know that it existed. And it's also the dorkiest thing in the world because I've seen some pretty fucking hilarious YouTube videos. Bill, will you please tell the good people about the game Diplomacy? Yeah, so Diplomacy has actually been around um, for quite a while. I first encountered Diplomacy in my junior year in high school. We, um, nerd, in, in, in AP European history, after we took the AP test, which always happens in like the middle of May, we still had almost a month of school left, but we had kind of finished the test and finished most of the, the kind of point of the class. So we spent the last two weeks of school playing diplomacy in AP European history because uh, the game diplomacy is supposed to take place uh, in about World War One era Europe. And really what you're supposed to be playing is World War One, basically. So there are there are six uh, six powers on the, on the board. There's England, France, Austria, Germany, Italy, Russia, and the Turkey. So maybe that was seven. Um, but anyway, you start, and basically the goal is to take over Europe um, through military conflict. But the reason it's called diplomacy is unlike games like Risk or anything else where sometimes just uh, – you know, luck can be involved and you just, you know, you, you know, an army of one can defeat an army of three or whatever. Um, the only way you can win in this game, because all armies have equal strength, the only way you can take a territory from another person is if you attack it with more armies than they can support it with. And in the beginning of the game, everybody only has three armies or fleets to begin with, except for Russia has four. And there's literally no way that you can defeat another power without at least enlisting the help of somebody else in the game. So the whole gameplay process is um, issuing orders to your troops. You're issuing orders to your armies and fleets, but there's a set amount of time before you issue the orders where you can work with all the other players in the game. So like when we played it in a class, there were like teams of three, like three of us were France and three of us were England. Now, if you were playing this with just friends, you'd probably just have one person be, um, you know, each country and, and each each you sit and talk and you i say to you bubba okay bubba here's the deal um you're france and i'm germany and we want to take out uh austria so if your army supports my army moving into vienna then we'll have two on one and i can take vienna from austria and then to repay you for that later i will help support your armies as we move into italy um so you know here's what i'm going to do here's what you're going to do and you work together but ultimately there can only be one winner so the whole the brilliance in this game is when you stab somebody in the back. You have to pick the, the, the winner is always the person who does the most perfectly timed backstab. So, so you and I are working together. We're taking over Europe. And then one of the turns I tell you, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. But instead, when I write my orders, all of my armies flip and attack you, or I made friends with somebody else when you weren't looking and I end up attacking you. Um, so yeah, it's the, 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 the beauty of the game. And again, the, the key to the game is the perfectly timed backstab, because if you stab too early, now that dude's going to be pissed and he's going to fucking take you out. If you stab too late, you might get stabbed first. Um, so yeah, the, the, the key to winning that game is to work with somebody as long as you can. And then, find the right time to 
to go it alone or, or, or move with somebody else and, and know who you can trust and who you can't trust. A lot of times this game is played kind of um, over correspondence. So I've played a lot of games of this over email where turns happen, you know, every three days. So the deadline for the first set of orders is Monday at noon. And then you have three days to email back and forth with the different people about the different orders. And this is what I'm going to do or, you know, lie. This is what I'm going to do to somebody else or whatever else. And then submit your moves by Thursday at noon. And then the board resolves itself. And then you see which armies are where after the moves. And it's very complicated because once you get into parts of the game where two or three armies are attacking two or three other armies, all trying to vie for the same space, there's certain rules about which armies can support which armies and um, you have to write your orders in a very very specific way and if you write your orders illegally your armies won't do what they want you what you want them to do and it can get really complex the the rule book for the for the game is insane it's thick it's a because there's so many different situations that can happen with an army attacking this army that's supporting another army that's trying to convoy a different army and trying to sort out the the end resolution is nuts but they make software that does it now which is pretty nice so um so, Dude, it's fucking fun. It takes forever to play. It's like it's kind of like one of those games that you need to have a lot of commitment to. It's not something that you can just run in. It is not a forty-minute game. It is, it is a long game, um, but it is a fun game. And it, it's the kind of thing where you either commit a whole Saturday to playing to playing it with six friends, or you say to yourself, "We're going to do this for three or four weeks, and we're going to do it over email or whatever." Um, awesome. But it's fun. It's a it's a great great game. It's, cool. it's a lot of fun. So Louie and uh, a good friend of the pod, the bear, from our upcoming segment, Bear Attack. Here bear comes attack. the science. <laughs> um, they were telling me about about this game, and then we immediately went to YouTube because the bear was like, oh, there's some good YouTube videos. And I found the World Series or, like, the World Championships of Diplomacy from last year. Well, and, that sounds amazing. Like, the people, it, it's just like somebody standing a camera and it's like between rounds, and they're all just going off to talk to each other, yep. and telling like, each other how stupid they are. Like it is the cock. Yeah. <laughs> it is cockier than an NFL oh, game, yeah. man. Yeah, like it's yeah. The, the like the guy who was the cockiest was like maybe that's the cockiest I've ever seen anybody do anything. Like yeah. he was just like every single person who's like, yeah, you could do that, but that would be stupid because then you'll fucking lose. Yeah, like yeah. every single time, and he would just cock off and walk away. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Everyone, the um, the I I first learned about the blind copy option on my emails from playing Diplomacy <laughs> because I oh, learned blind, about blind CC. Yeah. Oh, it was it's the best, man. Because like, if all of a sudden you know, I'm telling Louis, hey, Louis, this is this is what you and I are gonna do. But then I I blind copy Bubba on it, so Bubba knows what Louis's armies are gonna do. And then Bubba, oh, you and I talk evil. later. Like, did you see what fucking oh, Louis was yeah. gonna do? Oh, it's, that. I'm gonna do it's, that so much. We've been talking about doing this, about doing an yeah, email version. It's uh yeah, it's um it's awesome. It's really fun. I've got all the software on my computer if you guys want to uh want to play sometime or um oh, yeah. if you've already got seven people and you and you don't need me, I'm I'm happy to be the um the dungeon master, if you will. Ooh. I would happily take all Ooh. take have you be the neutral party that you submit oh, all we, your orders to. We could to. do this, Louis, um, and, and and then and, I could and spit could the moderate, rules back out and then at we you. Could, mm-hmm. We could update on the pod how we're doing. Because you know I'm gonna lose. Like Oh man. It's fun. fun. Yes. It, but I it mean, takes it probably takes you four or five times of playing it to understand all the rules and know what you're trying to do. But get Russia so I get the extra army, kill everybody. Makes sense. Russia's tough. That's a tough nope, that's a tough a tough start. Um 
I like France. I like starting with them. They've got a they've got a good spot. He's a Frank. But yeah. Um Awesome. Diplomacy. Uh people say that we should play it. And we're gonna. And it sounds I fun. agree with people. Um all right, let's do this. Words are hard, so spell them good with Professor Bubba. Words are hard. All right, it's time to laugh at my inability to spell like an adult. <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, I, I thought of a really good word uh, that I would have spelled wrong uh, because I was like, hey, I should play that song uh for our little periscope concert that we're trying on friday don't forget folks 10 p.m central time and so i was like i want to play misunderstanding on the piano by genesis i uh, i did not get very close when i typed genesis lyrics into the uh, google <laughs> how did you spell so, it but but don't ask it today cuz <laughs> now i know how to how did you spell it cuz now i know how to spell it wouldn't you like to know? You're just trying to find my patterns to know what kinds of words to ask. J- Let's do this. I'm spelling J- both words right tonight, baby. J- uh, the goal e- of the no, I used a G, but after that, the vowels were not <laughs> necessarily where they ought to have been. Did you Let's use just a y? say a U. F- Let's just say a U found its way in there. Oh, like Genesis. <laughs> like okay. All right. All right. Um. Anyways. Uh, the goal is to see who can make me misspell an easier word. So, uh, uh, and when I but when I get them both right, then it's cock slaps across the face. <laughs> oh my Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, you signed on the dotted line. I you might. Not I want you to spell of, uh, Chris Stapp's Porzingis's name. <laughs> X. Uh, Let's do this. Bill, you're first. Um. Hmm. So, Bubba, we're watching him. Um, how is that? I don't think. I yeah, we'll try it. Right. Let's. You go. Do it. Bubba, we're you and you you and I are we're we're watching uh we're watching Doctor Who right now, right? And we're we're loving it. We're we're digging, we're digging on Peter Capaldi and. Uh, so good. So Peter good. Peter. Peter Capaldi is the twelfth doctor. Can you can you spell the word twelfth? God, you're a dick. Twelfth. Oh my god, there's so much of it in there. Uh. There's no fucking way I'm spelling this right. <laughs> twelve. 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 Tw- I know how to spell twelve. Can I just spell twelve? No. That's not the word. Fuck. We're looking for the ordinal twelve. version of twelve. 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 Okay, I can do this. Twelve. T W E L F T H. Twelve. That is correct. Bye bye. Well, 
Well, you just gotta done. you just gotta say it the way it's spelled. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Yes. That's, All right, I don't that's know what you have to do. I don't know if this will be easy or not. Um, Twelve. But uh, the Texans just beat the Bengals, and uh, B E N G A L S. What was that? Ten to six. I thought you were asking me to spell bangles. Okay, I was gonna, but you already got it, so I won't. Um, all right, new word. Uh, no, fuck that! That was what you were asking. Come on, give it to me. No, killing it. no. Uh, you can't ask me how to spell something that's on a video game. I know, that's what I realized, is that you could just get it from Tecmo Super Bowl. Um, that's lock, stock, safe up here. All right, burglar. Mm, not getting that. Uh, there's an A in there somewhere, I think. Oh, boy. Berg. Could you say it again? Burglar. Burglar? Burglar? <laughs> Burglar. <laughs> one, Berg- one who Berg- burgles. Burglar. Berg- Berg- Burglar. There's- no, this is a hard one. Are you kidding me? God. You keep saying well, it like an insane person. Burgalar. I can't because I feel like it's spelled in a way where when you look at it, you're like, huh, we say burglar, but it looks like burglar. But I, but that's probably not right. It's probably just like B-R-B-L-R, burglar. Um, B- Burglar, burglar, burglar. Is it that easy? Burglar. B U R G L A R. Burglar. <laughs> yes, it is. Two for two. Cock slaps for the both of you. <laughs> oh, man, really? Is that take is that, that supposed to be <laughs> awesome? It's, a, it's more of a thud than a thwap. Oh, oh God! Jesus. Oh, so that I'm feeling good currently because usually I look quite more foolish than spelling two words correctly. Then again, I spelled I'm Genesis sure two letters off earlier today, so I'm not really feeling that good. Yeah, me. you don't win. Do you think you have the knowledge? You think you are a whiz Here's your chance to prove it Yes, it's the weekly awesome, awesome quiz Good luck Awesome quiz, this week's awesome quiz is from me, Bubba Last week, uh, the quiz uh, from last week's episode that we lost uh, Was a thrilling, it wasn't that thrilling Bill beat me pretty, pretty easily uh, it, was a, it was a quiz about famous mustaches um, and it was yeah, fun. and I got Sam Elliott and Charlie Chaplin, and I got Hitler, and that was it. <laughs> that one was easy. It was. It was a gimme. That's that's why it was. But we got to make fun of Jeb Bush um, and the media. Yeah, that was fun, and we talked about the old guy who, uh, uh, the old train, the ninety-seven-year-old trainer, which yeah. oh yeah, the New York Giants. Quite a few laughs about. Google John Johnson, New York Giants. He is their head trainer, and he was born in 1918. 
And he's yeah, been the head trainer since when? 48? 1948. Four years <laughs> after World War II, the man started being a trainer for this team and is still the trainer. That the Giants might no not win sense. football games, but they can they have an old do guy. It makes no sense. How is a 97-year-old still of it at work? Squat thrusts. Whatever. Four packs of Luckies and a side of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, awesome quiz. Bill is at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. Uh, Louie and I, I believe, are still tied, but uh, all he needs is a point out of this, and I sit in the relegation zone. All right, guys. Um, I was uh, having a hard time sleeping the other night, and I was like, I'm going to watch Mulan. And then I watched Mulan. As one does. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah. And so I was just thinking a lot about Disney movies, and I was like, all right. Uh all right, this is this is good, and it it came into my head a few times this week when other cartoons were on. But I was like, all right, I think we're gonna do a quiz. It's gonna be Disney movie voice actors. Oh, I okay. I, I made I made I I made the I, the I put them in the order that I felt they went from the easiest, very easy to very hard. Okay. Um. So all all of the answers are just the name of the actor. Um. So that's that's all this is. There's five questions each and i'm just going to give you the character and or, or maybe just a little bit more and you tell me who uh what what actor or actress did the voice five questions voice actors in disney movies uh flip of a button uh, who, who, who's further hint. who's further away from me right now uh i am i don't know i don't know how the, the bill heads or tails heads I'm sorry, sir. It was tails. Lewis, just uh, a second. Second, please. All right, Bill. All question, right, let's do it. Question one. Mufasa in The Lion King. James Earl Jones. Darth Vader himself, correct. Louis, the genie in Aladdin. Robin Williams, R.I.P. Pull one out. Correct. <clears throat> See, I told you they started easy. Yeah. All right. Question two, getting harder. Louis. Or wait, who's first? Bill. Me. Bill. Bill, question two. Hugo the Gargoyle in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm, I know this. Oh, shit. This is supposed to be my second easiest question. Yeah, we might be fucked. <laughs> uh, weren't they named? Isn't the other one? Isn't one of the other ones named Victor? Weren't they named Victor and Hugo? Yep. Like after the author of the. Um, I'm trying to hear him in my head. Uh, God damn it! It's been a very long time. I would do you I've an impression, him. but I feel like it would give it away very much. I did. Oh. Five seconds. Um, the is that the guy from Seinfeld, Jason Alexander? Correct, Jason Alexander. <sighs> yes, really? God, it was coming to me. Yeah, yeah. I could hear his and voice he sing, in my he head. Sings and I just song. He's really good. Yeah, I just yeah. couldn't. <sighs> oh look, a mime. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Two for two. Louis, to keep it even. Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast. 
I wanted to get this one. It's just like an American doing an offensive, stereotypical French <laughs> accent, right? He's actually a really good Broadway actor. I, I think it's a pretty, yeah, but yes, that that's the, yeah. Um... When I learned that it was this dude, I was like, no fucking way. I didn't oh, believe Bubba's it. And then... told me about this. Is it like Patrick Stewart or something? Is that your guess? Sure. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer is Jerry Jer- Orbach. From Law oh, and Order. That's right. That's right. I remember you told me that. <laughs> it's really awesome just watching him there are like because there are just videos of them recording songs in the booth and just watching him sing be our guest is really fucking funny just because you can't not think of law and order um all right two to one bill but we got three left all right bill question 3a john smith in pocahontas Uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. George Clooney. Name a generic white guy. I'm sorry. A good, good guess for the, <laughs> for the just like you know. Yeah, I was just that. going for someone like. The correct yeah. answer is anti-Semite Mel Gibson. Uh, Mel Gibson. Uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson. I, I completely forgot. Like that's a really like I feel like people don't realize that. Yeah, there's like, that, that one actually passed me by for a lot long, long. long yeah, time. that's crazy. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that was Mel him Gibson. at all. All right, Louie, a chance to even it back up. Hades, Lord of the Underworld, in Hercules. It's fun how they, like, after you find out who they are, too, to see how Disney definitely animates characters to look like the person who voice acts them. Scar. Um... Yeah. Oh, God. Jeremy Irons. Uh, Wait, maybe that was a question later. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer is James Woods. Dude, Louis, look up a picture of Hades from Hercules. Oh, yeah. He looks like James Woods. It's it's crazy. It's awesome. I do now remember that. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. I maybe have only seen the movie once. That movie's garbage. There's but the Confess up, Hercules on a road. There's a couple of really good songs, but. I agree. Not one of my favorites. All right. Bill still has the lead. Two to one. Two questions left. Bill. Mm-hmm. Question four. A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scuttle the seagull in The Little Mermaid. Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett is correct. Buddy Hackett. This isn't fair. Bill has, Bill has kids <laughs> and Bubba's a fucking dork about this shit. <laughs> Just like a grown man who doesn't watch this shit. Uh, All Buddy right, Hackett. Louie, you got to get this one to stay alive. I'm not going to get it. They're fucking hard. <laughs> the singing voice of Shang in Mulan. Is that a dude or a chick? It's a dude. It's the main dude. Bono. I'm sorry. The correct answer is Donny Osmond. But didn't wasn't it wasn't it B.D. Wong the guy the also from Law and Order but Law and Order SVU who did his His like actual voice his talking voice yep okay yeah and Donny Osmond was his singing voice yeah all right just for fun because I know let's just ask the hardest one but uh, Bill has won Bill yeah 
with perhaps the most recognizable voice in uh, in all of the Disney animated movie history. This guy voiced the characters Baloo in Jungle Book, Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat in the Aristocats, and Little John in Robin Hood, all by the same guy, a very distinct voice. Do you know his name? I, I don't. I can hear his voice ringing in my ears. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I knew that Little John and Baloo were the same guy for sure. Um, but no, I'm not going to come up with his Swing name. Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat. His name, legendary voice actor, Phil Harris. Oh, Harris. yeah. I was not coming up with that. Louie? Super yeah. awesome voice. And I think everyone always, the second they would hear one note of it, would be like, Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio. Fucking singing When You Wish Upon a Star. So awesome. Can you tell me the real name of the popular 1920s and 30s musician who voiced him, known mostly by Ukulele Ike? Isaac Petrovsky. Cliff Edwards. Ah, shucks. Nah. Ukulele Ike. That's so amazing. Oh, two to one, Bill. Bill wins the Disney Voices quiz. I got three to one. I got three. I got three. I know you got. God, that means you are now way ahead of us because you beat me in the non in the pod that didn't air. You won today. That's six points. I think you're eight points ahead of me and Louie, and I think Uh, you're still tied. I like it. I'm like last year's Chelsea squad. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um. Well, that. uh, that brings us damn near the end. We got uh, one song left. Song of the week, number three, coming from Bill. What are we listening to, Bill? Um, because this didn't get into the pod last week because it didn't air, but because I think it's a really good song and I want everybody to listen to it. I'm picking the same song two weeks in a row, and so it's a great tune off of the Benfolds Five album, Whatever and Ever, Amen. Right? Isn't that what it's from? Is it from Whatever and Ever, Amen? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Sh- yeah. Um, good tune, short tune, combining. I don't know. Kind of the opening kind of reminds me a little bit of some some Chopin uh, keyboard stuff, and and then yet the lyrics totally don't um and it's the song cigarette by ben folds five
Good choice, Bill. I love that song. Uh, fellas, that brings us to the end of another episode of the Weekly Awesome. Um, folks, uh, you can find us on the internet, theweeklyawesome.com, on Twitter, at Weekly Awesome, on Periscope, at Weekly Awesome, and be sure to tune in this Friday night at 10 p.m. Central Time at Weekly Awesome on Periscope for a three-part concert uh, live in the living rooms of me, Louie, and Halvey. Um, tell your friends. BYOB, because you'll be by yourself. Um, right. Yeah, and uh, tune in next week for another brand new episode of the Weekly Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 see you out there. Uh, I'm Bubba, Louie, and I am Bill. Try this. Develop a photo. Take a photo to be developed. Mostly eat barbecue sauce. <laughs> Obtain consent before slapping somebody in the sphincter. <laughs> Rough a passer. Bet a goat. Pass a rougher. Status update your stratus update. <laughs> Stain clean your wean bean. <laughs> Keep your friends regularly updated on your Dodge Stratus. <laughs> Keep yourself regular by eating lots of fiber. Wipe your butthole all the way <laughs> after you shit that fiber into the toilet. And remember, always shoot for awesome. Have an awesome week, everybody. Bye. 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 The end has come. It's time to say goodbye. But don't be sad Think of all the fun we've had I'll see you soon Don't think you've lost some Cause next week will be Fucking awesome too Where in time is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? She go from Nashville to Norway to Slovakia and back. Well, she ransacked Pakistan and put a scam in Scandinavia. She'll stick them up down under and go pickpocket purse.